Good morning. It's nice to see some new faces this Sunday. I'm Jennifer, and I'm, new, I'm the new pastoral associate here. So I'd like to welcome you back if this is your first Sunday back. Grace and peace to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So in worship today, we celebrate the amazing power of the Holy Spirit that weaves and binds us together. It unites us. It connects us to one another in ways that the world cannot divide. Last week, we began our new sermon series, The Tie That Binds. Pastor Scott reminded us that we are all one in God, and we are masterpieces of the master artist. This week, we're welcomed into creation to explore the world that God has created and has invited us to be stewards of it. We're going to take a look at how we are all woven together. And when something happens to one of us, it should affect us all. It's the tie that binds us together that calls us to care for all. So I invite you now to greet each other with a wave and know that we are all connected with Christ's love. When someone needs a blessing, when someone needs a shoulder, when someone feels distant and alone, when we need a tie that binds, as we go forth into this day, When we consider the earth and all its inhabitants. Amen. Ready? And to our online people, I'm not sure where to look for that. <laughs> we welcome you as well. Our scripture this morning is from Genesis about the creation story and God's desire for us to be stewards of his creation. And that tie that binds calls us to care for it and care for each other. So I invite you to stand as we sing for the beauty of the earth.
be seated. Good morning again, church, and welcome to our time of worship and praise today. We know that the way in which we show our love for God comes out in all the ways in which we move through the world, how we speak to one another, how we greet one another, how we wave, how we talk, and all those gestures of kindness that we give to the world. But also it's important that our giving show that our love is real financially. We come to this time every day, every Sunday, where we must put our words into practice. And that's what we are doing now. So if you're joining us online, know that you can continue to send your gifts electronically. You can mail your gifts directly to the church. Or for those of you here in the sanctuary, you can deposit it in the box on your way out. Let the Spirit move in you. Let the Spirit move you. And let's give to God generously. If I were you, I would have given up on me by now. I would have labeled me a lost cause, cause I feel just like a lost cause. If I were you, I would have turned around and walked away. I would have labeled me beyond repair, cause I feel like I'm beyond repair. But somehow you don't see me like I do Somehow you're still here You're the God who stays You're the God who stays You're the one who runs in my direction When the whole world walks away You're the God who stands With wide open arms And you tell me nothing I have ever could separate my heart from the God who stays. I used to hide every time I thought I'd let you down. I always thought I had to earn my way, but I'm learning you don't work that way. Cause somehow you don't see me like I do. Somehow you're still here. You're the God who When the whole world walks away, you're the God who stands with wide open arms. And you tell me nothing I have ever done could separate my heart from the God who stays. My shame can't separate, my guilt can't separate, my past can't separate, I'm yours.
gracious and loving God, we know that all that we have, all that we are, all that we ever will be flows from you. So, Lord, as we come today, we offer a portion, a portion of that which you have given so freely back to you, that it may be used for the honor and the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Let's take our seats. So we come to our conversation with God this morning, and we know that there is much we need to engage God about, that we have to keep our hearts open for those we know who are struggling in any way. We have to give God praise for all the ways in which God continues to touch and bless our lives. So many things, too many things to mention, but fortunately, God already knows. But we need to open our heart to how God moves and how God is moving and how God is calling us. So as God's people, let's open our hearts to the movement in the presence of God right now. Gracious and loving Lord, we thank you today. Thank you for all your good and amazing gifts. The gift of being able to come together and worship in safety. The gift of friends who smile and greet us. The gift of love and warmth that we feel when we are able to be together. As we come and lift your name in praise today, we know so many ways in which we have felt your love over this past week, in all the ways in which you have taken care of our needs, in all the ways in which you have given us that whisper of encouragement as we needed to take steps forward, all the ways in which your natural beauty lifted our hearts, lifted our souls and spirits. So Lord, there are just too many ways too many ways in which we have seen your love. And because of that, our hearts are full and we come this morning to give you thanks. Lord, we are also aware of the things that challenge us as we move through our day-to-day lives. We know that in our world, we see so many struggles, those who are victims and suffering because of oppression, those who are suffering as the result of storms or fires, those who are striving to recover because they have lost many of their possessions, many of their means. And so, Lord, they are crying out for what only you can give, that comfort and strength in their spirits, that depth of resolve to continue to move forward, that positive sense of love and hope that still lets them move toward their next day. All of these things are born of you, Lord. And so we pray for those who may be struggling with that today, those who are looking for that spark, looking for that light as they deal with things that seem to be too heavy and too hard. Lord, we're mindful, mindful of those among us who are bearing heavy weights. We're mindful of Katie, Jeff, Kathy, and Matt and their entire family as they need you to envelop them with your love as they continue to heal and others who are on their way back from periods of deep sadness and grief. Lord, we also know that there are those among us who need healing, whose bodies are struggling, that need the care of doctors and professionals around them those who need loved ones to help them as they recover. So Lord, we too commit them to your tender care. We also know that your endless will and power will continue to pour out on those who are providing that care, sharpen their skills, resolve in their hearts that they will continue to be the hands and voice of Christ as they encourage those who are making their way back. Lord God, we also know that sometimes, as we hope, things go in directions that are not our hope. But we know that you are a good God, a God of grace, a God of love. And even when we do not receive our desires, Lord, we can trust you to see us through. So when it is hard and when it is heavy, And when life takes turns that we don't quite understand, help us to lean further into you instead of back away from you. Help us to trust you to take us where you need us to go 
as opposed to running in other directions. Lord God, sometimes this journey can be overwhelming, but you know this already, and you have given us the answers, you have given us the power, and you have given us the love to keep moving forward. So give us the strength to follow. Give us the love for one another to help each other on the way. And let us continue to raise our voices. Let us continue to lift our eyes so that no matter what may come our way, we will go forward as a people rooted in hope, rooted in love, and trusting in the one who makes all things possible, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. For it is in his name we pray. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Today's scripture reading is from the very beginning of the Bible, Genesis 1, verses 1 to 27. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And God said, let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. And it was so. God called the vault sky, and there was evening, and there was morning, the second day. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered into one place, and let dry ground appear. And it was so. God called the dry ground land, and the gathered waters he called seas, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds, and it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seeds according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning, the third day. And God said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years. Let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light on earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fourth day. And God said, let water team with living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. So God created great creatures of the sea, and every living thing with which the water teems, and that moves about in it according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number, and fill the water in the seas, and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, 
the fifth day. And God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock and the creatures that move along the ground and the wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, over all creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Last week, Pastor Scott gave us the powerful image of God as the master artist and that we're the clay constantly being molded and formed. We open ourselves to our common connections as children of God. We remembered our connection with each other as being baptized as brothers and sisters in Christ. So our awesome lesson today speaks to us of the story of that interwoven nature that God has created. So what's your favorite part of creation? Sunrises and sunsets. Is it thunderstorms? Maybe it's the summer. Maybe it's the mountains. Spring, summer. I love hiking, but I think my favorite creation moment was when my family was staying at um, a bed and breakfast, and it was in the Piscataw National Forest in North Carolina. And I woke up, and the whole front of the, our room was full of windows. And it was on the top of a mountain, and the sun was starting to rise, and there was still fog. And that was the most beautiful thing that I have ever seen. And to me, when I think about creation, I think about that moment, because it took my breath away. We each have our favorite things, our favorite parts of creation. Maybe it's families, pets, the outdoors, where we go to reconnect with God. But sometimes we go without even noticing creation, and then something happens, and we're, stu we're struck by that beauty of that creation. And I think thunderstorms, as we were talking, is one of those moments where the the clouds light up before the, the lightning hits, and that's just something that can take your breath away. So how connected do you feel to creation? Do you feel connected? Like thumbs up, thumbs down, maybe, maybe not so much? How connected do you feel to God's people right now? You feeling connected? Let me see. Thumbs up. Linda, Linda's kind of. Scott's feeling connected. Good. Okay. 
So we're talking about the tie that binds us together in creation and that God creates. He gave life to each one of us and he created our entire universe. He created everything from the water to the light, the day and night, each one of us, and God was involved in every moment of it. We're connected to that creation through scripture and through God who created it all. That's pretty amazing if you think about it, that God created all of this. He created it to be interconnected, to be woven together. In the beginning, God was just there, and he separated the day and night, and he created the sky and the earth and the water and the land. It's all connected. God could not have separated the land from the water without separating the day from the night. The story of creation is a story of how God wove together all that is. God then created the plants because the animals he was going to create would need food. And those animals eating the plants made more plants grow and helped to create more plants. And then there were fish and the birds and the fruit that could grow more and more trees. And all of the animals that were all woven together as God's creation. And then God created man. He created this earth just for us and had it ready before he took the time to create us in his image. God created men and women to take care of his creation. We're all connected to that creation. And God has told us to be caretakers of our creation. So what happens when we don't take care of that creation? What happens? What's happening right now? Things are falling apart. We have species that are dying out. We're losing plants. We can only cut down so many trees without affecting the world that we are called to take care of. When we don't take care of creation, we're not taking care of the world or ourselves. And take a moment to think about that. God created this for us and entrusted us to take care of it. So these pieces of fabric and string don't look like much on their own, do they? They're just pieces. But with patience and time, something beautiful can be created. This quilt is much more than the sum of all of its parts. When we, like this quilt, are woven together, we emerge more beautiful and strong than just one part. As a single square or a single piece, we can't do much, but woven together with our master's hand, we become a masterpiece. Created, we are called to protect and care for one another. So when you look at a quilt, or a weaving, like we've started back there. It has two sides, and the front is beautiful, and we proudly display that on our beds and in our homes. But the back is also, is often, full of loose strings and knots, and it's not so pretty. It has no obvious pattern, and it's messy. This quilt has stood the test of time, it was sewn by my grandmother over a hundred years ago and has covered my family and my children. Each one of us is a strand in the hand of God, the master weaver, and his weaving us together so that we are a part of his mission in the world. God is the master weaver, weaving and sewing, working on each one of us and all of creation. And like the back of this quilt, life gets messy, we cause hurt, we make mistakes, and we go against God's instructions. But God uses that messiness 
and those imperfections to make a beautiful picture of all creation. Only God knows what this will look like, and we have to put our trust in him. Take a look around this congregation. Take a look at all of the different people that God has put together, and he knows that each one of us plays a special role in his quilt. Our quilt wouldn't be complete without one of you here. And when something happens to one of us, it happens to all of us. We're told in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 24 through 26, whereas our more respectable members do not need this, but God has so arranged the body, given the greater honor to the inferior member, that there may be no dissension within the body, but the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together in it. So if someone is having a bad day or hurting, we should all feel it. If one of us is celebrating, we should all be celebrating. So have any of you ever twisted your knee or you hurt your ankle and your whole body starts to hurt? That's how we are to be in Christ, so that when one of us is hurting, we all feel it. This shows that we should all be interconnected, like this quilt. If you pull one string, it will affect the whole quilt. We are called to pay attention and to care. We should be willing to risk being vulnerable and share concerns. And when we share our stories with someone else, we never know how they're going to react. Are they going to share what we've told with others? Are they going to laugh? Are they going to turn and talk behind our backs? We have to be willing to make ourselves vulnerable to others and to share who we are. But we also need to remember that if somebody shares something with us, that's a precious gift for us to hold on to. God knew that for us to thrive, we needed companions along our journey. And in Genesis chapter 2, 18, he says, It's not good for man to be alone. The message of our faith is that God is weaving us together. God is weaving us together as individuals and communities and as the entire human race. In the life, death, and resurrection of Christ, God was reconciling us, weaving us back together with one another and with God's very own self. God calls us to live together, united together with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Someday, God will show us his tapestry, his quilt, and we will see how God has woven each one of us together in his own glory and we will rejoice. And I want you woven into that tapestry, God's quilt of love, in touch with everything there is to know of God. Then you will have minds confident and at rest, focused on Christ and God's great mystery, all the richest, richest treasures of wisdom and knowledge are embedded in that mystery and nowhere else. God loves each one of us exactly as we are. We can't loved more, be loved more by doing good works. We can't be loved more by learning more doctrine. We can't be loved more by walking in more truth. We are simply loved by God because we are his children. And he wants us interconnected in love. Sometimes we struggle to see what God is doing in our lives. We struggle to believe that we are being woven into anything beautiful. But you are beautiful. Each one of you are a part of that masterpiece created by God. And he has this beautiful quilt with all the different parts, making it whole, each string, each piece, making it stronger and more beautiful. Lately, 
we've had issues and struggles that are meant to divide us and keep us apart. But we need to follow true actions that involve love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control with each other. Have we ever heard that before? Mm-hmm. So how, we confront, how do we confront those issues that are meant to divide? Simply with love that binds everything together in perfect harmony. Friends, it's with such a deep sense of connectional binding within each of us and among us that we launch into our year ahead, into a journey of faith that seeks to integrate and celebrate what our world would rather divide. On this day and in the days to come, let us journey on this path together, stitched together, woven together by God's love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. To God alone be the glory. Please pray with me. Loving Father and creator of all, we come to you today deeply, deeply grateful for your creation. As we look around us, we are amazed at the greatness and the majesty of all that you have made. Nature around us speaks of your greatness, the vast expanse of the sky, the mountains, the trees, lakes, and streams speak of your great design. You have given us such beauty in the colors of the rainbow, the beauty of the flowers and the fields. Words cannot adequately express the magnificence of all that you have created. You have created us to be bound together in love. Help us grow closer to you and to each other. Help us work on weaving our lives together. We humbly give you praise and thanks. In your name we pray. Amen. One of the ways in which we experience God's great gifts to us is through participating in the sacrament of Holy Communion. So I invite us all now to prepare our hearts as we prepare to receive God's gift of the Lord's Supper. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets who looked for the day when justice would roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. When nation would not lift up sword against nation, neither would they learn war anymore. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. Your spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who were oppressed and to announce that the time had come when you would save your people. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, and ate with sinners. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant 
by water and the Spirit. At his ascension, you exalted him to sit and reign with you at your right hand. And on the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, he gave thanks to you, he broke the bread and said, take and eat, for this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks to you, and he gave it to his disciples, and he said, take and drink from this, all of you. For this is my blood, sign of the new covenant, which is poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Every time you drink of this, do it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and cup. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes again in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, and in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now with the confidence of the children of God, let us pray the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
table is set and our Lord calls. The table is truly open. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how you feel because this isn't about you. This is about God and God's gift to you so that you might understand, that you might remember. It's a manifestation of his grace and a gift, truly a gift. So open your heart, open your hands, and be willing to receive when you come forward. When you come, please move to the center aisles, come down to the front and out by the sides. We have a gluten-free station here on my far left, on this side here. When you do come forward, if you prefer prepackaged elements, they can be given to you, but please receive them. As we said, communion is a gift from Christ to you, so please receive it as such. Come as the Spirit moves.
I love when people share with me in photographs moments that move them, whether it be family coming together and being connected, my cousins in Alaska with her husband, with a beautiful mountain range behind her. I love Linda's sunrises and sunsets, and my brother's a police officer in Rochester, and he works nights, and he was captivated by the night sky the other night. So number one, I'm thankful that it was a slow night, that he had time to take a picture. <laughs> and I'm sure it was much more beautiful to him than what he could even express in the photo. But while it can be difficult to describe our God and his creation, the master weaver, um, so much so that our final song is titled Indescribable, <laughs> we're certainly going to try. So if you would please stand with me to sing Indescribable.
God truly is amazing. He created this world for us and for us to take care of it and to take care of each other. I invite you this week, if there's someone that you haven't seen for a while, someone you haven't talked to, reach out to them. Make that connection so that they are woven in your life. Go now in peace. Go now in love.